Hi, I'm Frida Mattea. Hi, I'm Dunya Karam. I'm Graydon Gund. And I'm Margie Zarcone. And we are the Standby for Places team. And we just wanted to take a little time to introduce ourselves to you, our listeners, and hopefully we can get to know each other a little bit. So, Margie, you came up with, with Standby for Places. This was your idea. So why a podcast? Why now? You know, we didn't even set out to do this. It was more of just a, it kind of started as an airing of grievances with the current situation and then evolved into, well, it'd be nice if we could all use the time as effectively and as creatively as we can. How do we do that and have have something on the resume for this time period and create something new and something that's easy for actors yeah. to get together and record. And we thought, oh, you know, uh, podcasts, there there really aren't any recorded plays. And we got talking about the uh, old time radio shows and how that was kind of a, a nostalgic activity where people would get together and sit around and listen to their favorite stories. And uh, as actors as artists as creators we are first and foremost storytellers how do we tell a story within the confines of a quarantine and you can record it so that's pretty much where it came from so after margie and i talked uh i talked to great and gund and i was like hey i'd really love you to be part of this podcast that we're trying to create uh where you know we get different directors different actors find plays in the public domain um and, you know, try to bring them to life with sound effects and, you know, just different musicians. We can, you know, hire out musicians to have them do intro music, extra, like whatever, whatever we want to do. We wanted to create a space where anybody who is creative, who because of this pandemic, you know, their job suffered and they were out of work. We wanted to give them a space to still create. And Grady, you came in um, and you were my fabulous, you know, uh, assistant director for Ernest. And then you chose Wojcik, which is a little different than Oscar Wilde. Um, a little bit. Yeah, just, you know, a little, a little change, change up the thing. Um, what, what drew you to Wojcik and what draws you to the plays that you choose? Because, you know, we've talked about this as a group, but we kind of have all figured out our little you know, categories. Yeah. Our little niche. And, you know, mine's the traditional Dunya has the really cool new plays. You have the kind of out there, but also cool plays. Margie, you're doing adaptations of stories that we love. So Grady, what, what kind of drew you to these weird, funky plays? It took me a while to really land on it, but I think Part of it was just things that things that I wouldn't necessarily do in a real situation on stage, since I mostly do newer work where I'm working with the playwright. But this idea that this could be a chance to explore some things I'd read in school and found interesting and that I wanted a chance to revisit and I think it's really been a great experience getting to learn not only the new medium how to communicate things just via sound 
but also digging into these plays and figuring out what made them work and why. I think that that's one of the most beautiful things to come out of standby for places so far is that Grady, as you said, you wanted to pick plays that maybe you wouldn't normally get to work on. It's the same thing with the actors. Since it's just the voice, they have the opportunity to play all of these different characters that they normally wouldn't get a chance to in the everyday industry. And it's been nice that I think we've all done a good job of of carving that out throughout this process. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, importance of being earnest, we had Devin playing, you know, how old is Lady Bracknell? She's in her 70s. And Devin is not, you know, anywhere near that. Um, and she she played it fantastically. And it's, you know, it's a really fun role that she never would have gotten cast as, you know, right now. Um, and then Dunya, you are bringing in these new works. We haven't yet had uh, your your standby for Places debut, but that is coming out later in January. Talk so to us about, about that, about, you know, bringing a new piece that nobody's really seen or heard before. Well, I, I think that it's a great opportunity to kind of introduce new work uh, through this return to radio plays as a jumping off point, as, as a place where new playwrights can kind of try out their work and see how different actors uh, adapt it. Um, so that's been really cool. Uh, I've actually worked with this playwright that I'm going to be debuting this particular piece with on standby for places before. And it was part of a, a short play festival and uh, it was, it was a less than 10 minute piece, but because during this festival, it was something that was really well received and in, he enjoyed it so much. He decided to expand from this little less than 10 minute piece into a full one act play. So Standby for Places is going to be um, experiencing a, a new work by Emerson F.D. called Deeper Alexandria, um, and it kind of delves into what sentience is, how technology has evolved, and uh, it, it kind of turns it on its head, and it's very interesting to hear or listen to what is typically a very visual play. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of how I'm getting my feet wet. And then as we move forward, giving newer playwrights an opportunity to debut their work in, in a medium that isn't necessarily something that they imagined, but can help evolve their, um, interpretation of how they can write and how they can present things, especially since, the current circumstances with COVID are, are so isolating and we don't get that like enigmatic exchange between audience and players. Uh, this is a way for them to kind of feel out the temperature and still express uh, their work. And, and that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And so you and I, and you and I talked about this um, and I, I went to Grady and I was like, Hey, I've never directed a thing before. Uh, and I would sure as hell like to. I've been diving into different ways of making work in this time. Uh, Frida, you mentioned you had never directed before and mm -hmm. Margie having never adapted or 
directed. Um, and I think it's really cool that everyone can kind of start from the same yes, yes. point. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Whether that. Dunya and I have done all sorts of different stuff, but never anything in this way because no one ever had to. Right. And I'm wondering what that's been like for you all figuring out how that process works and it's become almost like a little safe haven workshop where we all get to try our hand at these skills that in the real in the real world (laughs) we would have to already be an expert Mm -hmm. at that's very we're all starting from square one uh we're we're all learning to be uh voiceover actors and directors and adapters and uh sound engineers and editors and sound sound engineers and and carving out these new new skills and creating something together it's it's become a playhouse in a way and i think the other i mean the the other cool thing excuse me is like grady and i started with the importance of being earnest and we didn't really know a if there was going to be interest b what it was going to take to really make everything sound good. We knew we wanted to have, you know, different actors. We knew we wanted to have sound cues and all of that. So the first one that we did was just over Zoom. The first one, we recorded everything through Zoom. And then Grady and I spent hours and hours editing. I was in there, you know, with Zoom, you kind of have the disconnect between words where you'll be like, you know, saying, but bubbles and you have that. So I was in there, you know, for eight hours a day for like four days just getting rid of those spaces which is a is a pain um to be honest so it's like you know after that we kind of figured out okay so that's one way to do it it doesn't sound bad but we can make it better and then we're like all right if we have everybody record their own session then we can just place everything on top and we don't have to do that and every single performance that we've been doing has been getting better and better when it comes to sound, when it comes to editing. Um, And, you know, going off of it's a new experience for all of us. I mean, Margie and I haven't recorded or haven't directed anything. And I think this is a great introduction to directing um, because, you know, when you're directing for the stage, you have to worry about blocking. You have to worry about lights, set, you know, costumes, all of that. With Standby for Places, we're really able to just focus on the words and on the work and trying to make it sound like an actual play. And, you know, we get the time that sometimes you don't get in rehearsals. You know, in in rehearsals for, you know, a theater production, you get to sit there and you, you know, might have one or two read-throughs and then you're up on your feet and you're going. Um, But with this, we really get to say okay so what does this section actually mean and you get to spend that time that you might not have in person um which i find really cool that's a really good point and theater is inherently a collaborative process but sometimes that collaboration that collaborative spirit and willingness to play can get lost just because of the constraints of time and production and money and with this, we've been able to uh, ask each other questions. Uh, I, I know I, ha- I hadn't directed before, and I was asking Frida questions about directing, and, and 
I think typically you wouldn't really have the time or the or the patience of the people around you to be able to do that. So it's been nice. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something there's something fun about people being able to make whatever choices they want because they're sitting on their couch. And I feel like people feel a little bit freer to just go there and play with it. Um, Well, it's kind of akin to mask play. You know, it's like as soon as an actor puts on a mask, there is this element of freedom that that can be uh, put on as well, uh, of making riskier choices, of playing a little harder. When you have this... uh, the semblance of safety and comfort there there's an opportunity in that to kind of try different things and cast differently right that we kind of touched on before so that that's that's something that's kind of cool and and a great point to bring up grady and margie (laughs) but dunya what so you're you know our last and i'm very grateful that you were our last hire for our creative team um, and you know, I refer to you as my work wife, you and I have done shows together. Um, I admire the way that you go about, you know, directing and, and how each play has a different vision for you. Um, I'm just curious, what, what made you want to join standby for places? I honestly thought that it was a, a, it's a really solid concept and, and I'm so glad that someone thought of it. So thank you guys. Um, and B, it's it's a way for me to stretch a muscle that hasn't been stretched in a really long time. And uh, there there is a very strong need in our artistic community to have an outlet for expression and creativity. And I think that Standby for Places has been able to do that for a lot of people. And I kind of wanted to get in on the fun and... and help as much as I can, you know, uh, all things considered, because these circumstances require a, a level of ingenuity and uh, perseverance and standby for places is an opportunity to do that. Uh, so that's why I wanted to join. And also like, Frida, you are forever my work wife. I always enjoy collaborating with you. So <laughs> any opportunity that I get to do that, I'm jumping at. Oh, likewise, likewise, likewise. <laughs> uh, one thing that I I wanted to touch on, uh, Duna, you made me think of this, was yes, this was born out of the constraints of quarantine and the industry being stalled, but I really do believe that this has a strong will have a strong place even after we are past this. Um, Because I I think that together we have all created something really special, not not only the product, not only the art that we are releasing, but the the collaborative and, and creative and playful spirit that we have been able to foster with our with ourselves and artists that we work with, I I think that this absolutely has staying power. Oh, absolutely. I'm inclined to agree with you on that. And honestly, 
the return of the radio play is something that should be kept in sight in a sense that like people should have their eye on this uh, simply because a, it is getting those creative juices flowing. B, it's a a place where people can collaborate cross country even, right? Some of these casts yeah. aren't all local. We're working remotely. And because of that, that gives people an advantage um, to, to keep pursuing something like this. Although I love and miss theater and the live experience so, so, so much, Um for safety reasons and for longevity reasons, right? This is up for as long as we want it to be up. And there's a reason why radio plays were so popular back in the day, even when theater was around, right? So, you know, why not continue that tradition or the revival of that tradition moving forward? I think that that's a great thing to do. And and it's yeah. it's interesting because it's not so much a restricted play. It's not, oh, we're doing this play and it's over Zoom, which I applaud anyone who's who's doing that. Ob- obviously, that's wonderful and power to you. But this is its own product that can exist outside of that. It's ne- it, yeah. it exists on its own. It doesn't just exist because we have these parameters around what we can do. Well, and it's also great, too, because, you know, a lot of the Zoom plays, which are fantastic, um, but a lot of them have limited runs. You know, you can only watch it one weekend, whereas, you know, with our podcast, with any podcast, it's up there, you know, until we decide to take it down. But it's you don't have just a weekend. There are so many, you know, Zoom plays that I've missed out on because I just couldn't fit it in my schedule that week and I wanted to see it. But, you know, it was only running a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um and, you know, where whereas with standby, you can listen to it anytime you want. You can start with any play. Um, and it's, you know, whenever you have time and it's like, you know, you could be doing your laundry or just eating dinner or right before you go to bed. It's whenever is good for you. You're not, you know, set on somebody else's schedule. And it's a great way to support artists. We all talk about like wanting to support each other and showing up to different plays, but sometimes our pocket is a little sore and we're unable to do that, you know, $50 ticket to go to the theater, even though we love you, or, you know, we're all booked for, because we're blessed and, you know, we have rehearsal, so I can't make it to this run, or I'm on this side of the country, but I'm trying to support you. You can support your local artists and artists all over the country and the world by clicking that button and saying, hey, I want to listen to this podcast and just committing to that. And, you know, you you can do it in the comfort of your own home, wherever that may be. And you're allowing a platform for multiple different artists to be heard and that's great. You know, it's it's an accessibility thing that isn't always there. And you can say, hey, yeah, you know, I may not be able to to go see to that show or whatnot, but I can just click on this podcast and give a listen and, you know, introduce myself to something new and to new people as well. One of the great things about Standby for Places is we're getting to, you know, really work with people who have different creative outlets and, you know, have other projects they're working on. Margie, I know you had an actor named Jalissa who has her own YouTube channel. Yes, Jalissa. Uh, she has a YouTube channel called The Jalissa Joy. 
and the entire channel is dedicated to finding joy. And I was lucky enough to do uh, a little interview with her where we talked about uh, how we are staying creative and what has inspired us uh, throughout this past year. Uh, so please follow her on YouTube and her blog is thejalissajoy.com. Her name is Jalissa Fulton. And it will definitely put a spark of light in your day. Oh, that's so sweet. If you would like to continue to support this kind of work, we have been doing things pretty out of pocket and we are trying to establish ourselves as a nonprofit. Uh, so please feel free to donate whatever you can at our GoFundMe page. We have links all over the place. We'll make sure to link it in this episode description and whatever you can give will definitely help provide a platform for all of these artists and content and entertainment for you to enjoy. So thank you so much for your support. We also have a couple of other ways that you can support by sharing, subscribing. And also we have an Instagram account, right, Margie? Yes, we do. We have a new Instagram page that I will be updating. The handle is at standby for places pod. And there will be more about our upcoming projects. If you would like to work with us, it's going to be a lot of fun. So give us a follow. And piggybacking off of that, we do have a Facebook page. It is facebook.com slash standby for places. Um, and there, you know, we keep you up to date. We will make sure that you get a notification whenever we have a new episode coming out, as well as interviews with our actors and directors. Uh, so if you are interested in behind the scenes and you know, getting to know our team, uh, that is definitely something to check out. And I think that's a really cool thing that being in this digital space has kind of enabled is that you go see a play and then you leave and usually that's it. But not only can you listen to the episodes, but then we're trying to, with this episode and these conversations with actors and team members trying to bring people into this experience and make it open so everyone can kind of be on this creative journey with us figuring out how we're all doing this and maybe take something from it themselves. That's a really interesting point. I, I never would have thought of that because you, it's almost as it like, you know, it's not as personal when you're behind a screen, but we're finding ways to make it more personal and you go to see a play you leave after you don't get to have a little chat yeah. with it well sometimes you, have to, sometimes, you know, sometimes you know if you if you go with a, with a sometimes, school, if you're a stalker yeah, if, <laughs> if you're a stalker and you follow them to their house uh you can have a personal little one-on-one -on -one. yeah but you're, no, it's you're just, not supposed to talk to them after so i've been told <laughs> <laughs> um but no that's true i mean one of the great things about standby is it is a learning experience as well as something that's entertainment. You know, schools can can listen to a whole play because right now they can't take a field trip to Broadway. Broadway is currently on pause until at least next summer. Um, schools can use it as a you know mini field trip in their living room um, or anybody who's just interested in finding new talent. Maybe they have a play that they've been working on that they either want to bring to us or that they're trying to cast themselves. We have handfuls and handfuls of great artists and, and great actors who, you know, 
Rome from doing silly TikToks to being on Broadway, um, which I think is really cool. It's it's this mix of people that might not actually cross paths in the real world, but they get to on this trip. This trip? It's not a trip, but they get to on this podcast. Well, and I think I think there's something also cool that we've been doing that a lot of those people, we have this sort of core company of some people you'll get to hear doing vastly different kinds of roles, really dramatic to really comedic and strange. And that through that, a lot of these people have also become, as Frida was saying, gotten to know each other. And that I feel like as we've done a few different episodes, you can tell that they're starting to have relationships and develop a comfort with each other that wasn't necessarily there in the very first episode, which I think is really exciting. Absolutely. Um, and Dunya, you're doing Deeper Alexandria as a two-person play. Yep, it's a two-hander and uh, it's a one-act and it's very tech-heavy. <laughs> so. You're going to have fun with that one. That'll be fun. Yeah. Deeper Alexandria coming out January 27th. I'm so excited to um, kind of expose people to this very experimental work that is very of the time, I think, as artificial intelligence is on the rise, and that's more and more of a conversation. Having a radio play about it is definitely the marriage of two worlds that you wouldn't necessarily expect. So Absolutely. It's, it's going to be a whole lot of fun, and I can't wait for everyone to, to get to experience that. Yeah. And I mean, jumping off of that point, we have an awesome lineup already made for pretty much the the first third of 2021. Um, this comes out on January 6th. And then the following week <clears throat> is uh, Lance and Lena, which Graydon, you directed. Um, do you want to tell the audience about that? Yeah, that was my second one. I I went through all sorts of different thoughts on what I wanted my second play to be and was kind of inspired that by the fact that Frida, you had done two wilds. Um, I like getting wild. Ernest, what can I say? With well, Ernest and then ideal husband. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought it would be interesting to kind of continue in that vein of sort of diving into a particular playwright's work and everyone, not everyone, but people that have heard of Wojciech don't necessarily know as much about Buchner's other works. And so I thought it would be cool to see what else he was getting into. And this is a completely different kind of story. It's very comedic it's sort of this fairy tale but with slightly more grown-up themes about free will and whether or not you actually get to make the choices that you think you do in your life and how bound you are to society and so that 
was exciting. It's definitely a, a 180 from from his Wojciech. Um And then, hey, Dunya, do you want to give us a little insight as to what's coming up in February? Sure. In February, we plan on spotlighting Black playwrights, artists, directors, and actors. And um, we are currently accepting a bunch of submissions for short plays, poems, um, anything that can be audioly translated. Audioly is now a word. Um, and and we Absolutely. really want to. Whatever you said. <laughs> hey, listen, it's it's <laughs> this is the evolution of language right before your ears. Um, <laughs> so, so we're going to be taking the opportunity of really celebrating Black History Month by spotlighting as many Black artists as possible. So if you know someone or if you would like to get involved, please email us at info at standbyforplaces.org. I knew that. Uh, and uh, we are accepting applications uh, and ideas. So send them our way. And the deadline for that is going to be January 10th because <clears throat> these are things that will be rehearsed and recorded in January so that they are up and ready to go in February. And then yes. after after February, we're going to have two different Shakespeare's coming out. Um, I have directed Much Ado About Nothing. And Alexandra Kopko, who some of you may know uh, through Ernest and Wojcik, um, she is going to be doing Twelfth Night. So we're getting into some shaky Shakespeare for the spring. Coming in hot. <laughs> That's a cliffhanger. Catch us here. Same time, same channel. Tune in for our next episode and uh, see what we've got planned and in store for your Audio pleasures. Yummy. Audio pleasures. <laughs> kind of pleasures. I'm concerned. Oh my God. I know. From our family to yours. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. <laughs> if you enjoy Standby for Places and want to hear more plays, don't forget to subscribe. And also, check out our Facebook at facebook.com slash standbyforplaces or on Instagram at standbyforplacespod.